0: The Court of Fairies and Fiction, Akafat Girls Podcast, Hosts Mel and Liv, Episode 9, World Walking and Book Talking. Okay, hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello again.
0: Um, I have no notes for once. <laughs> well, I have notes on my phone, but I don't have typed out notes for once. <laughs> so oh, we'll see how awkward
2: notes. this
0: gets with my train of thought.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I had, I'm going to be doing type notes when where the kids are more established, but I love them. But okay, let's do it. Let's do no notes today. I like it.
0: Oh, God, I was like, oh, crap, I don't have, like, any typed notes left, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think you might know this, but I, one of my favorite uh TV series is the original Charmed from 1998. I think I've told you this before. Yeah.
2: It's a good show. I used to watch that every school, too, so. Yeah.
0: So it's like on in the background in my house all the time. And so there was an episode on, I forget what channel it was the other day, because it wasn't the normal channel, but there was an episode on one of the channels the other day. And it's an episode I've seen five billion kajillion times. I've seen all of them five million times, honestly. But I was like, oh, it's it's this episode right after Prue dies and all this stuff. And I was watching it and something clicked in my head about crescent city when i was watching it so it's the episode after prue dies and piper is so mad that she turns into a fury i don't know if you remember that or whatever but anyway she turns into like a fury and i was watching it i go fury fury (laughs) fury (laughs) sarah j (laughs) mass and furies are like assassins of hell fury yeah you shot up are you serious right now I'm dead serious and I go it's literally staring us in the face it's her fucking name it's her fucking
2: name (laughs) so furies are assassins for hell
0: yeah they're like they're like um there's supposed oh to be God. three of them they're, they go in threes and they're supposed to be like three assassins each group or whatever um, but yeah okay. they're like female assassins from hell
2: <laughs> I will I will freak out wait so if they are in groups of three then is Amring like because she, she's in the night court right so she's technically yeah, an assassin I mean... if, if if that's how
0: yeah i mean so i know a lot of people are like oh amarin and fury must be connected but honestly um i mean yeah, exactly. amarin kind of fashioned her body after people so yeah. it's not like really her. Yeah. i mean fury could have but i'm actually thinking that fury is 100 percent Thanatos' daughter <laughs> why do you think that tell me because in Akawar, when Kira was like, um, Thanatos is having trouble with his daughter again, I have to go assist him. And if we think about the right. timeline, if if Akasif is Crescent City 2, Akawar is Crescent City 1, and Bryce didn't see Fury for like two years because okay. of the death of Danica and the pack of devils she had no idea what she was doing and then when fury comes back and they have like their whole apology thing and she's like oh you know i just kind of like threw myself into my work or whatever and bryce is always like i still don't know what the hell she does like who the fuck she works for you know <laughs> like she was fucking visiting daddy and <laughs> You think so? <laughs> i think so
2: i like it i like that theory I think it's interesting. I don't know if I could see that though.
0: Well, I... well, because what would Thanatos get in an argument with his daughter about? Her friend group, right? And who is Thanatos currently very angry at? But Bryce Quinlan. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat uh, your uh, light when you get uh, here, Bryce. Is that a... <laughs> he, Yeah, he said he was
2: gonna eat her because she killed the shepherd. Yeah. So he's
1: probably like, why the fuck are you friends with these fucking fay? Like, these normal people?
2: Yeah. I like, I like the idea of it.
0: I'm like, it just kind like of into- adds up. I don't remember if she mentioned what he like looked like I thought she said he had dark hair oh yeah he has black curly hair curly
2: hair and it was cut like short short it was cut really short so and they said that he also was has very, black uh, hair he's, he was very... mm mm-hmm
0: so that's I pretty like much it. that's I think, pretty much all we got yeah
2: i like no i like it i like it. i just i don't know i don't know if i
0: like, I like we know it. she's an
2: assassin it's possible
0: we do and why else would she be going to like the crystal palaces of the asteri if she wasn't like a spy for the princes of hell like pushing to work the
2: for these. I like it, but why would he be punishing her? You know what I mean. Like, and you would think he would want her there to be gathering intel, right? Like you, he would want her there actively. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not is- away for two years, away from Quinlan.
0: I mean, it doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean she was in Prithian for two years, but she could have visited and then gone back. Like, she could be reporting back to him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that idea.
0: And if she I'm was a think- princess of hell, she would be able to access the same cracks and the rifts that they do. This is true.
1: <laughs> just- I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm intrigued with it. I like it, but I'm not into. Try and convince me more. Like, what? What else? Like, do you have any other thoughts or any other?
0: We don't know anything really about Fury, and we don't know anything really about Thanatos. Like, he's only mentioned once in Akatar, and then we see him in Crescent City too. But the one line. From Echo, like the one line in ACOTAR is about his daughter. I mean. No. We have to know I, his I know. daughter. I'm like,
2: I, ha- I think we know his daughter. I've been trying to figure out who it is. And I've been unsuccessful.
0: Who the fuck else has black hair?
1: Well. Except for Ember, but
0: that's a whole different story. (laughs) Well. Nobody.
2: (laughs) Nobody has black hair. Like, if you were to tell me that Fury was the mercenary from book one, Akatar, I would completely agree with you. And I would say, yeah, I think that was, I think that was her.
0: It could could still be her.
2: It could still be her. It could. I, I always thought that she was spying for the rebels of Crescent City um, or, like, killing for the Asteri for two years, but I'm not quite sure now. Like, she's, it's very hard to pinpoint theories actions, but I think she's just... Like,
0: oh, you're breaking up very badly. Hold on. I don't know.
2: I, I thought was more... What?
0: You're breaking up. Is a your lot. internet going out too? Yeah, a little. I know
2: it's, it's weird. It's the same. I don't know why it's doing it because it's breaking. Like you're pausing and then I pause.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, let me now. It's
2: on. Let me look, Let me see if my settings are um, okay.
0: Mine says it's best that I'm on. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Hold.
2: Um, that's weird. Should yeah. I turn off the? hold on that's really weird is it working now yeah i don't know
0: that yeah that's weird anyway let
2: me know if it breaks up again
0: um yes yeah, so actually um when i looked up fury the other day for my uh art thingy that i did on instagram yeah, yeah. um it, yeah it says she has dark hair and chestnut eyes and I'm pretty sure, I actually, I don't know if it says it here. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. It does say here, and I think she is the mercenary. So it says, Onyx hair, long but now in a short bob. She has angular chestnut-colored eyes and light brown skin. She almost always wears head-to-toe black. So the mercenary also had light brown skin and black hair
2: i swear she's i swear she's the
0: first and not brain. only that but the chestnut eyes fair is like her eyes were dark but they had all different shades of brown in them yeah. um but i don't think you know, she's what i the also hysteria. thought
2: for a while.
0: i think she's spying why not because Say Thanatos Thanatos is her father or she was the mercenary, why would she care about, like, dead Fae or any of that stuff if she was working for the Asteri? Because the Asteri want to demolish the worlds or take over the worlds, you know? I think she's reporting back to the princes about the Asteri, pretending to be on their side, kind of like how Tamlin did with Highburn. Infiltrating
2: i could see i can see it
0: i can yeah. i like it i just i don't know i was just like but,
2: well i know i'm curious i think that we should figure out fear. like what what does she even do with all of her time you know um i always thought her and lydia like we're working together
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. Wouldn't Lydia have told them that though? Like, because she but name Lydia's- dropped, who did she name drop? She name dropped someone at the end of the book and she was like, oh, and this person and this person, but like Fury wasn't mentioned.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I'm so intrigued by that.
0: And like, no, Bryce, I wanna- Bryce has, Bryce tells her stuff and it's like, Bryce.
2: Bryce is too
0: trusting. You wait, and also I think Juniper knows by now because she's gotten really sus. Juniper's a bad friend, and she's <laughs> super sus. I agree. I th- honestly, I think she probably had to choose like my girlfriend or my friend, and she chose Fury. You know. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, but anyway, uh, I have notes based on my re-listen to our episode seven. <laughs> like a lot of Wait, notes. Do
2: you want me to bring this up though? I just
0: yeah.
2: So I, I find this really interesting too. Dread curled in Hunt's gut as the Autumn King murmured, "Micah, the arch archangel must have done it before he left quietly unseen, anticipating keeping them at bay while he experimented with the Horn's power." With Bryce, I have a helicopter, Fury said, and I keep it off site. Why does she have a helicopter? Do you need to a helicopter sail through the roof? <laughs> That's
1: crazy. Like, I just She's i can't figure out, but you want She's...
2: what. I think you're right. I just, the the Fury assassin from health, I mean, like, even with Fury's helicopter, he would be too late, they said.
0: I was watching it, and I sat up, and I go, oh. I was like, stupid.
1: <laughs> Her fucking name is Fury.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, light bulb moment. <laughs> The dog-faced women from hell I know.
2: interesting. Mm-hmm. I saw something today at the store I want to tell you about, too, but I want to hear your other theories
0: first. I yeah, there's a lot. well, not a lot, but yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> I don't really know where this is this train of thought is going, but I jotted it down as a note anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I sent it to you. It was one of the ones I sent to you. But how Bryce says that the Ori space map thing, she asks the astronomer, like, is it tech or magic? And he said, can it not be both, right? And I was thinking, I was like, is that the only, like, tech and magic we've seen? But it's not, because we've seen it in Prithian, Lucian's eye, (laughs) made by Nuon, who actually is an alchemist. yeah she is so i i went to the high lords meeting and he's like oh my tinker my tinkerers and alchemists are no fools but i'm like so she's both in one and i'm like how does how does the dawn court have tech like how does she create tech in a techless world and it made me wonder, and then it's just it's I just like weirder because Amryn like fashioned her body after like Nuon and the Zion people too. So I'm like, yep. Hmm. Again, I don't really know where the thought's going, but the fact that Nuon is the only one who can, at this point, the only one that we know that can create tech infused with magic, and she hmm. gave her. Her supposed best friend, that eye that can see through any warden and glamour.
2: Oh, I kind of like it. Well, I think that you know, again, it's going to go to Mr. Lucian, right? So Mr. here's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Back to the Don Court, because we know virtually nothing about them. Right? We know th- that they two, look, well, th- look like
0: Nuon. We know like three things. So we know that Thiesin, uh shines the brightest out of all the High Lords. We know that, Hi. again, Nuon is the only one who can do tech with magic or whatever and can do all these weird potions with alchemy. And we know that the Peregrines from the Dawn Court or the Angels from the Dawn Court. Were creations of the Asteri. Did, did you get to that part? Did you finish yep. the book yet? You did?
2: I didn't. I have to finish. But I I already knew that. Because the, the Asteri said that they made basically. I think it was like. Was it all the wings? So, I think it was all the wings.
0: Yeah. So they. Right. Attempted to make angels. Illyrians were the prototype. A.K.A. the fuck ups.
2: Yeah.
0: And then they were successful in making angels with white wings. And like I said, I think the ones with darker wings are crossbreeds. But, you know. So the Seraphim, which are Dracon's people, are with like half-fey, which is kind of weird too. But the Peregrines are also white-winged angels and they hail from the Dawn Court as well. Theseon's lover is one of them. Yeah. So they're kind of suspicious all over the place
2: I was gonna say maybe the betrayal Sarah's talking about is like a court against court or something like that like maybe we'll see the Asteri come back and they're gonna go to the Dawn court right? Oh, Possibility
0: I like that but I also hate that because like they're the neutral court like they're supposed to be the healers and the sweetie pies of like all the courts <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, like, don't don't I do new one I... wrong. Come on, come on. <laughs> Although, if she's kind of shifty, that would just be more points with her toward Eris. So, <laughs> I don't care. But I hope
2: they end up. T- I would love that. Her and Eris would be such a. Why good did she
0: put that line in there just to tease me?
2: No, I- Totally a clue. The most decent he's ever been. I hope he, he should. He needs to move on for more. Know. You know. He, he needs... Forget yeah. about you At know. the very
0: least, he needs a therapist and she would be good. I but, agree. But um, back to Lucian's eye. Okay. I think Nuon kind of knows... Basically, we all know that Lucian kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. And so... In that way, he can be kind of naive with people he cares about. Like okay. we saw, like we saw with Feyre, how he's like, "I know you wanted revenge, but I didn't know exactly what you were gonna do." Okay, but you hid her mating tattoo from Tamlin. Like I, like he's kind of naive in that way. So, what if Nuon did that to his eye in preparation of like? shit like if the Asteri and the princes are gonna start a war like he'll be able to see who's under the skin or whatever
2: I can see that I kind of like that I like it
0: like I don't know
2: I don't know I don't know see I just I never even really thought about it I always thought that was just magic and he was
0: lying to everybody that's what but- I thought too But maybe that's what Sarah wanted us to believe.
2: I don't know. I don't either. But I like it. I mean, Nuon's very intriguing to me because she's, like, the only woman who is kind of, like, self-made, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, we don't really have a history of, like, her and Thiessen. Like, I would assume they were probably childhood friends with, like, how he talks about her, but... Who really knows? He has
2: a lot of faith in her. He has a lot of faith in her. No. Which I find interesting. I
0: know. But, yeah. He does. I'm going to be mad if she ruins my girl. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad.
2: I I know. I think we should we should all be very nervous. For what's going to happen. You know what? I have a thought. I have not read the TOG series in entirety yet. And I'm just circling back to when Thanatos said that he had a daughter that was acting up. Um, what if his daughter was Maeve? Because she like kind of took over the Prithian world and there were issues there. I mean, I haven't read Tog, but she has dark hair, he's handsome, he has dark hair. Just some That'd thoughts. Be just gonna throw it out there possible could be see the whole could be and i think what go ahead, go ahead. i said didn't someone say is it kingdom of ash doesn't kingdom of ash's timeline kind of line up with akawar if i remember correctly i'll have to go i'll have to go and look i'll look at because I... then so we can bring that up later
0: well i th- Nah. i yeah. i think i think the tog world is just destroyed because the asteri mentions how they like lured them to midgard and everything how like they yeah. they conquered like they conquered all these worlds so it's pretty much conquered <laughs> by the asteri and they lured them to midgard it said the
2: tog world was conquered
0: so, it named a bunch of worlds. Um, we don't really know what the name of the Tog world is. We don't know what the name of the Prithian world is, like the planets or anything. But there was a bunch of them that were conquered or whatever. Hi. But Rigelis says that there is specifically two types of fae. And the first type of fae hailed from a singular planet. And every single fae had an animal form on that planet which is the Tog world, right? Don't they all have an animal form? And so they they lured them to Midgard. And then the other type of fae was like high fae, like the Prithian high fae. And he said only a very, I think I told you, only a very select few of them could turn into their animal forms, like Tamlin. So
2: interesting so that makes me just think that Lydia is for like definitely connected to Rowan and Aelyn in my mind because she's a shifter she has to be she's got to be their daughter because in the books it says that their firstborn was a girl
0: yeah oh it does but isn't um um but her and Hypaxia share a mother no they do. And Hypaxia, well, hmm. actually, actually, well, no, because Hypaxia says that Lydia, her power swayed toward her father's side. And that's why the mother had to give her up to the father. That was their agreement. Oh, so maybe.
2: You know what? You're right. Someone's so maybe.
0: Saying... So maybe they're their grandparents. Make grandparents,
2: be- or isn't there stag of the north that you were talking about?
0: It's in every series. Remember it's that? so oh, weird. Yeah. There's like maybe stag, she's related stag, to stag. Maybe it's so weird though because there's hmm. a lot of characters that have firepower. There just is. Let's like try.
2: So who else has firepower? I know we. T-
0: so, like, Aelin, obviously, but we don't really know anyone else in the Tog world yet. So, like, Aylin, uh Anar, Lady Autumn, the whole Autumn Court in Perithian. Um, Bryce does, but doesn't. There's a lot of mentions of her, like, her eyes flickering like flame or whatever, but I don't think she actually has the power yet. Or she hasn't used it yet, anyway, if she does have it.
2: Uh, well, her mom's name is Ember, so I mean, uh, right? Kind of... <laughs> Ember. right? Like I can see
0: that. So, me and um one of the girls on Instagram, um Elise, and yeah, I think it was just me and Elise. But when we write fan fiction based on Lucian, like figuring out that Helian's his father or whatever. His firepower isn't just regular firepower, it's sunfire, because he's part of the day court too. Yeah. So, Love that. and that kind of makes sense to me because, um, obviously, as we said, the sun is the biggest star, and Bryce, Bryce's light is basically like, kind of like raw sunshine, right? And then Ember looks exactly like Helion. does! <laughs> <That's- laughs> I'm still convinced she's related to Helian. How could she not be related to Helian? They have the exact same description. The exact same description. Exactly. <laughs> it would be interesting because
2: there's evidence for that because Helian said, remember his reaction to the mask was so violent and like so that it was a warning to him. What if mm-hmm. like you know, he, with the rest of Helion's line actually is in
1: Midgard, Midgard.
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, like, I also find it funny that, like, we got Thiessen's parents' history, we got Reese's, we got Tamlin's, we know kind of a little about the Autumn Court with Lady A, but, like, we know nothing about Helion nothing <laughs> except for nope. that joke except for that joke that Cassian made where he was like oh I was fucking your mom or like whatever the hell he said and then Helian was like <laughs> he liked it he was like I forget how much I like <laughs> right? um, but like like is Ember a sister a cousin like we know nothing i find it weird
2: and ember has susp-
0: the what Yeah,
2: i do too and ember and bryce both have this fascination with the pegasus too yeah. right exactly
0: it's so i'm like they ha- she has to be from the day court it's like he she we,
2: has to be like and
0: we just we know nothing oh, about his family it's weird
2: i i feel like the people that have these like blank histories or don't have a name or something they're obviously like key players and like the history or there's like a twist with them there has to be right yeah why else
0: i pre-ordered the one with ember and randall's chapter from um books a million books a million yeah
2: i did too
0: you did yeah. I'm like, I know for a fucking fact there has to be there has to be some sort of secret in this bonus chapter. I will go over it a million times and just like pick out little <laughs> tiny sentences. <laughs> she said this. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Can I you like- imagine? Can you imagine if we it it's like a perfectly normal Randall and Ember scene and you know they're just chatting it up with new visitor friends, whatever you know, settling in Emil or Cooper, whatever his name is now. And Ember's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like, let's go out for lunch or something. Let me just change. And then, like, she goes, like, in her closet and then she's just, like, there's just a moment where it, like, verbally pans up and it's, like, her crown in a case. <gasps> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> like her sun crown. I killed-
1: Melanie
0: I feel like that would be really cool and then she just kind of like covers it again after like looking at it for a little bit like out of nostalgia
2: I love it holy shit I am obsessed and now if if that doesn't happen I'm going to be so disappointed because now that's all, all I'm going to think about all night is that
0: That's all I've been thinking about since I heard that they had a chapter. Like the lost princess of the day court. Yeah. I'm like, she needs a spiky sun crown.
2: I'm obsessed. Like, I'm obsessed. It has to be.
0: Yeah. And, like, (gasps) especially, especially if she is, like, like we said, like half-fay. And she just like was born, but she was mortal instead of the fay side.
2: I would freak out.
0: <laughs> Can you, like, <gasps> half-sister of Helian?
2: Do you know what's so funny? As I've read Crescent City one like a lot like a while ago right mm-hmm. and went on facebook to the sarah j mass group and i was like the one reaction like i want to see probably the most to bryce coming to prithian is Helian's reaction yeah. and if that would, like, and, and was like in this years ago right and for some reason because i was like there has to be like i i just felt a tug between Helian and bryce because obviously of the pegasus and stuff but also like bryce is a bombshell and Helian is like such a horn dog i know
0: i know but like like, bro that's your niece shush
2: (laughs) i know i or he's gonna see bryce and be like holy
0: shit like my sister had freckles and eyes like that yeah Yeah. i swear to god if we don't see her fucking crown i'm gonna be so sad (laughs)
2: I you literally have my expectations now. (laughs) I just saw in the book. I saw
0: it and I literally just created the whole chapter in my fucking head.
2: (laughs) So now you have to write that in your fanfic because like I expect that and if I don't get it, I'm gonna be disappointed.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I should literally I, I was actually thinking of just starting like a fanfic where each chapter was just like a random like Bonus chapter of Crescent City that I had thought of. (laughs) Do it, (gasps) like just random scenes that I've thought of. (laughs) I'm freaking the fuck out. If
2: you don't write this Crescent City fanfic, I'm gonna lose my mind. Do it. I can you please do a Connor bonus chapter. Do an Ethan bonus chapter. Like, please. Ray, you if Connor never
0: died, like or
2: whatever. Well, so it's funny because I thought that we had discussed what she said the other day in the interview where she's like, Connor, like she was hesitant, like, "Uh, Connor's dead. But then it sounds like you changed your mind and you feel like he's legit dead.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's dead just because after that whole monologue with like Ethan and how they're like, well, where's his soul? Is he fine? Is he this? Is he that? But there is the part at the astronomers where they're asking thanatos thanatos
2: yeah it was hmm?
0: yeah and he's like yeah he is dot 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 and then he like turns his attention to bryce and then the conversation gets so like off kilter or whatever it was kind of weird
2: it was it was weird and then there was an order from like the top to leave him alone
0: exactly and weird
2: we never find who that is
0: well, who would be the top of the princes, Reese? Reese is Thanatos' boss, technically. <laughs> I, I listened. I listened to the Aca War graphic audio last night. I've sent you so many of the little clips, but um, it was That's the so scene. It was that scene in Hune City, um, where Kier is like. We always wondered where you went when you weren't up there. Ah, Valaris. That's what it's called. Valaris. Oops.
2: Secrets out! So, um, listening to that scene again, did you get any ideas?
0: Not really. Um, it just made me feel sad for Eris all over again.
2: Eris, Eris has the short end of the stick. Because, like, you know, if more is really his mate, that sucks. Yeah.
0: I put the two uh, Eris clips as reels if you want to listen to them later.
2: Oh, of course I do. I'll
0: the always own look- the tone when he was like, well, after you fuck that Illyrian bastard, and then they all snarl at him. And then he's like, I know why you did it. And then, actually, the 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 way that it's worded when he confronts her, it says, which I didn't really remember, which I've read it a million times, but I didn't really remember it. Um, ooh, but it says, Eris looked between them, her and Asriel, smiling faintly, secretly, as if he knew something that Asriel didn't which he does he knows that she's gay and then they go through it blah blah says i know why you did it again that secret smile that had more shrinking shrinking so i gave you your freedom ending the betrothal in no uncertain terms
2: he said that to more to her
0: face yeah and then, what happened next? Asriel growled. A shadow crossed Eris's face. There are a few things I regret. That is one of them. But perhaps one day, now that we are allies, I shall tell you why and what it cost me. And then Mor goes. I don't give a shit. Get out.
2: She's awful. I'm sorry. I, I just cannot get behind her character. I can't.
0: Just, yeah. I don't know. No. Um, let's see what else.
2: No, ma'am. Know? Not me. Um, I want to hear of the theory. Tell me what else you got because i I gotta tell you one too.
0: Um, it was mostly the fury one, but I have I like it. oh, I like it so ugh, your internet connection is unstable. great, I know. actually, it's okay. I'm just going to pause for a second. All right. So let's do a smaller one, actually. We'll do the bigger one when we have more time. Because <laughs> it gets very complicated with, like, bloodlines and stuff. Um, so I talked about Crescent City 2 being around the same time as A Court of Silver Flames. And... Yeah. Um at the end of toward the end of Crescent City. Um, do you remember when Ethan or I don't know if you got there yet, but you know about it. When Ethan goes to the astronomers to try to save his mate, the mystic. Yeah. And he's like, it's so weird. Like he's not around. Like it seems like this place has been empty for like a couple weeks or whatever. And it kind of goes toward my theory that he's Koshi. Because I
2: love this theory. Yeah.
0: So he's nowhere to be found toward the end of Crescent City 2. And toward the end of Acasif, we have Koshi talking to Breelan and Azrael and Cassian. <laughs> and he's there and not there (laughs) and not only that but we have his famous line to Asriel where he's like I've been preparing for you for months and you don't even want to talk to me (laughs) so it is so
1: weird it's so weird What does Koshi want with Asriel?
0: What did he find out from his mystics? That has to do with Asriel. Is what I want to know.
2: I I wanna know too. I wanna know, did he find out maybe that Azrael's a prince of hell?
0: That that's part of that's part of the other thing. Because um remember how I said my theory was that Reese and Az are actually like first cousins? Cause like I think I do
1: remember your theory,
0: yeah. So if Reese is a prince of hell, and we know or we can assume that they have children, going by maybe Fury and maybe Jessica, whatever, right? That would mean that the oh yeah, like their titles or whatever would be passed down to their kids, which means Reese doesn't necessarily have to be lying about his childhood. He could have just been passed down the title when Tamman kills his father.
2: (laughs) I agree. I totally agree.
0: So, but it's funny because, like, I wonder if they just keep the same names. Like, they keep Apollyon, they keep Thanatos, they keep whatever.
2: Maybe it's, like, a title and not, like, an actual name
0: mm-hmm Exactly. Like Apollyon, <gasps> Prince of the Pit, Thanatos, Prince of the Ravine. Like, I wonder if they just inherit whatever powers their original, whatever their fathers had or whatever, whenever they die, if they die. So, Reese could be Apollyon, Prince of the Pit, and not the Apollyon they were talking about which could have been his father, who we know fought against the um, Asteri and the slavery of humans. Yes! Yeah,
2: totally. I love (laughs) this. I I love this series.
0: Which means (laughs) if Asriel is his blood cousin, the lord, his father, could have been a prince of hell or or since we know that they can have daughters it wouldn't be passed to the mother so it would be passed to him from his grandfather totally and that's why his father chose his mother and that's why him and the brothers were so sus about his shadow singing powers because they're a power from hell And that's why everyone in Valaris is terrified of him. And why he has a dungeon in Huey City. (laughs) And there are... Prince of Hell. There are four unnamed princes of hell.
2: Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. It was either four or three. Because we know thanatos
0: and apollyon so there's oh, yeah, four more there's four mm-hmm. there's four um and i wanted to look this up really quick because i didn't um <laughs> i love that i
2: actually love that idea huh
0: Azrael in the book of enoch is is a fallen angel.
2: Yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um Azrael is also um in Arabic it translates to Angel of Death.
2: Yeah,
1: he's holy totally an angel.
0: Which we know the Illyrians are the screw up angels, <laughs> hence demons. <laughs> Bryce is like the demon smiled the demon did this I was like stop it you're hurting my
1: heart <laughs> demons don't say that Bryce That's... I love him
0: okay but like I get how I don't know like as is such a mushball on the inside but like when oh, he yeah. does his job I'm like he's so it,
2: unflinching. It you... yeah He's kind of scary. He's very scary. And he tortures and like enjoys it?
0: Well, that's kind of a Robin Hood thing. He tortures the bad people who deserve to be tortured. (laughs) A.K.A. Prince of Hell. (laughs) True. True. Literally like Lucifer, but you know.
2: (laughs) I think it's going to be scary because hunt his whole thing was to like sniff out the demons like yeah. identify the demons. so we're going to have against hunt yeah we're hunt hunt has some problems coming his way
0: oh okay. yeah he does i mean yeah they're like trapped there i i'm curious to see how Not even just how she gets back, but I'm curious to see if Sarah built up this whole thing with them being trapped with the Asteri and then, like, somehow they just escape, or like Lydia helps them escape and then they find their way to Prithian and it's like mostly in Prithian because she said in her interview that when, like, the first draft that she wrote, remember how she said she, like, scrapped it? The first draft went back and forth from Midgard to Prithian and then she didn't, like, say what the final draft did. So, is it oh, mostly in Prithian? Is it mostly in Midgard? Like how are you gonna do that with all the characters because Bryce is in Prithian, but the other two are in Midgard? I don't get it. and I still think Cassian's gonna it...
2: I'm not I can't even talk about that right now because I'm too emotional. <laughs> and... Pissed. I'm pissed that there seems to be traction that's gaining supporting the evidence of Cassian dying.
0: I and was I... like, finally, people don't think I'm fucking crazy. There's so much. No, I know you're this. behind it.
2: But... No. What's happening? There's what's so happening much. is you are
1: you are influenced. <laughs> <What?
0: laughs> oh, I'm an influencer now. <laughs>
2: You're, you're an influencer. <laughs> I'm convinced you're influencing. Because, like, suddenly everyone's like, I, yeah, it's Cassie. I'm like, I know this fucking person. Mind's powers.
1: I'm a day I'm body.
0: Just- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I told you, I listened to the graphic audio last night. And so I listened to Farah and Cassian going to talk to the bone carver. It was. And what? And what? So- <laughs> It was so foreshadowy. Like calls to like. Death herself calls to a death marked. Duh. The way he set the bone down, didn't carve it at all. When talking to him about Nesta, Nesta, Nesta. Like, those are definitely death bonds. How she calls Damn. to you. <laughs> and then just him. Just that one line of him saying that. If if I died protecting people who need it. It would be like a death worth something. Like he oh, says stop that. Stop
2: it. You know what? Can't, he's just being noble. He's being noble. And she's just blushing out the goodness of his heart. So we know that he's a a really sweet. Mayo.
0: Do you know who he says that to? Do you remember? No. No. Says that to Dracon. An angel. He says that to Dracon (laughs) and (laughs) Akawar.
1: To (laughs) Dracon.
2: So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this cuz I I think after this we got to cut it. We got to end it because <laughs> um are you predicting that Cassian's going to die in Flame and Shadow or the next Actar book?
0: Flame and Shadow.
2: You know what? If he dies in Flame and Shadow, I might just be done. <laughs>
0: Because, I mean, again, the bonus chapter could be in the middle, but I find it weird that he's not in a chapter with his mate. Oh my god, stop. You're making me sick. Okay. Bryce and Asriel and Nesta, where the fuck is Cassian? Those Gorsian bullets really got to. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And there's still also the thing where I know everyone's like, oh, that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. But she put that detail in there for a reason. And it bothers me and it racks my brain constantly because I can't really figure it out. But the fact that Azriel is the only one with a mortal um, affliction, like allergies. What fucking Faye has allergies? Faye how do you have allergies (laughs) Oh, it's an Achilles heel it's an Achilles heel
2: I literally hate that so
0: fucking much either he's gonna get shot or or he gets shot or whatever they get it out kinda like they did with Cormac and because it's like a Gorsi and whatever he can't heal himself so then they try to heal him, as I said in one of my old Cassian's gonna die videos. What if he's also allergic to the pink weed that Feyre used on Reese? Because remember, she had to crush up the pink weed and then like give it to him, and then give him her blood. So that's like two for two. Yeah. If he's allergic to the weed, that could, or is supposed to revive him. Gonna kill him, and two, if he needs Nesta's fucking blood, death or so, how is that gonna help?
1: He's dead either way. I'm, I'm.
0: Hey, I, I am. So... Everyone's like that. The re- doesn't even health. matter. I'm like, no, but it does matter. It matters because the Fay don't have mortal afflictions. That's the thing. That's why they can heal. And that's why they live for so long. Like they don't have random mortal shit. Why? Why does he have an allergy? Why?
2: You know, what sucks because that I'm still going we're still
1: going <laughs> to, yeah.
2: we're still going to, we're still going to film that video and I'm going to defend against it until I die until I read the book
0: I will start making my notes tonight at work.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start typing things up on my phone and start reading and and coming up with an argument but um, luckily I, afraid... I have about
0: 22 videos of it <laughs> already <laughs> that I can't write notes down from because every time I thought of something <laughs> I recorded it so
2: <laughs> so annoyed I, I'm so annoyed right now I mean because it make it does Sense when you talk about it, and that kills me to say, but also because you're a writer, and um, I think you have different insight into the books, and yeah. that perturbs me
0: that you are un- by that sense taking these things up. Like I don't get it. Why? Why? She does not put in no But, like, no, but like, no, no reason. Feyre has IBS. Feyre has what?
2: Feyre has IBS. <laughs> Feyre has IBS.
0: She only had IBS as a human, technically. The watery bowels were in book one, okay?
1: <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> they were in book two and three, too.
0: Well, she was scared, all right? That's <laughs> not IBS. <laughs> I I... <laughs> okay, but specifically <laughs> an allergy pictures. specifically an allergy that can kill <laughs> <I know>. you <laughs> because i I literally read that, and I was like, okay, like he's in spring. He has I'm like, why the fuck does he have allergies? Like if you were born in Prithian, yeah, like, yeah, like, you were born on the night court, but, like, what? What? It made no sense. It made no sense. And in my book that I'm writing, I'm not going to give anything away, but in my book that I'm writing, I have literally one small scene between the FMC and someone, I won't give it away, which is just riddled with foreshadowing and only one of my beta readers picked up on that one one she was like this was a random scene and is this foreshadowing for something like this and i was like you're the only one who figured it out (laughs) damn it (laughs) i
2: i if she breaks my heart i'm just, I just gonna don't know regardless. like
0: somebody is gonna die, regardless. Somebody from pregnant is gonna die.
2: but like why? like why does somebody truly have to die? Like we've oh. been through enough. We've been through enough <laughs> in all of her like she has tapped- she's really she uh, she has tapped us out on our emotional damage and like i don't feel like we need to go through anymore and i hope she hears that because she's tapped me out okay
0: okay but just like logically speaking like just a question to you like sure he's the war general after the war what is his arc
2: in my mind it's the father Cassian is the charge of the Illyrian women movement. He is the is face of the
0: cha- Dude, he's been ignoring Illyria for 500 <laughs> years. What makes you think he's going to change it? Now? Oh, they're slow to change. Oh, it's not worth it. What? No. Cass-
2: Cassian was there trying to tell them, like, you let the women train. Like, Cassian was making an effort. And you have to admit that. Yeah, I was on
0: Cassian. Well, Recently, yeah. Well, Cassian what? Well, Cassian was wanted them to train, but uh Devlon was like, after they do their chores, blah 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 blah. And then he like bartered nah. with him, but like nah. he does nothing about the clipping. He doesn't enforce the law. Like he's the liaison well, to Illyria, was- and he's not doing anything. <laughs> he's just doing his who huh stuff. The girls train for like what an hour a week.
2: How dare you? How an hour dare a day. You?
0: <laughs> it doesn't help anyone there. And and I also put this in my thing, but I think I've, I I might have brought this up to you before. But we already saw Cassian's replacement.
2: No, no, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because two things. This is going to our Cassian video. Okay, it's Gigueroa, Cassie, and I have a screaming little baby that needs me.
0: We saw his replacement. We saw how good at politics he is. Which Cassian is not.
1: (laughs) Nope. No.
2: Green
0: siphons.
2: Oh, (laughs) I don't care. I don't care if Balthazar is a promising character. The answer is no.
0: Replacement Bat Boy initiating. Silver Flames. No. Why else would she
1: put
0: Why else would she put him in? There, Nesta couldn't have saved Emory herself and been a girl boss. No. You prepare yourself. I'm gonna start preparing.
1: Okay.
2: All right, Mel. I gotta go. I'm making
0: all the notes tonight, bitch. (laughs) I'm
2: gonna send you like 25 pages tonight. It's starting
0: tonight. Tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have like 25 pages. Bring it on. My Kindle. I have <laughs> everything annotated.
2: <laughs> Fucking bring, bring it. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. I'm going to bring the page numbers. It's going to be a showdown. Okay. Showdown.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I love that it's
2: new scenery all around (laughs) we we need a change right we need something a little bit different and the weather is so it's so beautiful and we always
0: film in the middle of the night so yes we do
2: (laughs) and it's because in case anyone who doesn't know like about us a lot of our listeners do know that there's like a time difference between us obviously so we do we film late at night
0: there is a three hour time difference I'm three hours ahead of her She has small kids. I work overnight shifts and evening shifts. So I'm usually asleep during the day. Um, But yeah. To talk about this and there's
2: exciting new things to talk about. Like I have been thinking all week about (laughs) our upcoming. We're going to kind of talk about our casting thing. And I just like keep thinking (laughs) about cast. And
0: I jotted down shit from memory from all my like real. Well, so I've. I went through my reels and I went through my Cassian video from YouTube that I did like months and months and months ago before I even started Crescent City and um most of the reels were actually mostly about how uh, Cassian and Nesta aren't mates instead of like just breaks my heart that you even say that instead of him dying so that might be a totally different video than just the concept of him dying but I did jot down a bunch of notes um I have yet to go through my Kindle annotations because, again, I wish Kindle had a thing where you could, like, put different quotes into, like, little, like, folders. Yeah, yeah, me too. I wish it was more organized because, like, they have annotations, but it's all of them.
2: I know. And And there's
0: only four colors, and it's like... I know.
2: I did this. I was thinking the same thing because I was going through an I annotate on my Kindle instead of like a physical book because it's yeah. easier. Like yeah. you read on your phone. I'm you not highlighting my book. I'm not I know. It's like I'm to not highlighting like, my book. It's like kind of sacrilegious. Like I like to highlight but I, I want to have a pristine book and then I wanna have a highlighted book. And I can't have two books of like everything. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I will definitely have maybe three or four copies of Flame and Shadow because I was <laughs> such a loser and I went and bought all the bonus chapters.
0: I only bought two. You're going to have to literally send me the other ones. Oh, right. I'll send it, Send them all. I got, obviously, the Walmart, Asriel, Nesta, Bryce one, which I'm excited about. I did about. not get that one. And I got the em- Ember and Randall one. Yeah. Did you I like think that? I got all of them. I kept bugging you. Did you read the chapter that I told you I was gonna write, and then I wrote it for you? No, I haven't. Okay, I haven't read it. Stop
2: it. In my defense, no, I've been thinking about it. I had my kids forever Let's see. My kids are three and one. We had their birthday party yesterday. It's been a
0: really like hard I saw month. That post, holy shit, you went <laughs> overboard. I <laughs> we going the to remember thing? this? I know. <laughs> three-year-old will? I think she will. Maybe. Side I don't remember. Face. Do you remember when you were three? I don't remember when I was three. I had a fucking Barney cake. My mom dyed the kitchen purple. <laughs> My f- whole face was purple. I don't remember that. Only from the video. I,
2: I, hope, I hope she remembers it. I'll have to send you more pictures of it because I mean, it was really fun and yeah. cute and we had the <laughs> Sleeping Beauty there and Spider-Man. And, but it was needless to say these past two months have been like a living hell like so it was hard to plan that and then like I've been telling Melanie like my kids don't sleep and now (laughs) finally finally we're getting into a groove where
0: people are sleeping and it's wonderful so
2: (laughs) I'm excited you you
0: got you got the little beds or the mattress or whatever you were getting i got
2: we got mattresses for both of them we moved autumn to a big girl bed and she <laughs> loves it Yay! and then the baby and i have a bed now and we sleep together and like it's like what you and i talked about it's yeah. so much better yeah
0: i was it's i was so much i tried to give some helpful tips but i'm not a parent i'm just <laughs> a very 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 older sister and a very 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 older cousin
2: so <laughs> you had some really good tips. So I used like a lot of them. I used most of them actually. So
0: but the way that my aunt work. still gives my five year old cousin baby melatonin to go to bed because she's like, he'll never go to bed. He'll never go to bed.
2: There are some children who just like don't they sleep don't and run don't out understand. of energy
0: ever. They have I to be know. knocked out. <laughs> I I don't understand it. It's always the boys, too. It's always boys. It is.
2: It's always the boys. My girl sleeps just fine, but my son, holy Moses.
0: Well, that was a double whammy. It was not only your second child, who is always the most rowdy, but it's also a Boy. Boy. (laughs) It's true. I feel like there's
2: a typical pattern. Like um the eldest, like if it's a girl, is like usually like very by the book, like things. I'm an eldest girl too. <laughs> too. It was can we just talk about it, too? Like just so maybe our listeners can get to know us a little bit more because yeah. we've never really yeah. talked about ourselves. Like, so I'm an oldest child. I think Melanie, you're an oldest child, yeah. right? Oh yeah. By a, by a while. <laughs> by a while. And you're also a tourist right? I our birthdays too. are four days apart. Okay, <laughs> and we're both both up like all night, late at night, basically. Which yeah, is mostly I'll, like, when we text her at work and
0: she'll respond, yeah. and I'm like, "See, this is when we should be filming at like three a.m. <laughs> That's when we get our best
2: ideas when we're just like sleep deprived.
0: I'm always this tempted to, like film at work because so i I do midnight shifts. Um, I think I mentioned that I work with police. I'm not going to go into a lot about my job on here because, you know, personal stuff. But, um, I'm always like so tempted. like nobody comes in to check on me during the midnight shift. Like it's <laughs> usually pretty dead. Um, there are some nights where, like, we have a prisoner or whatever. but, it's just, we have our best ideas. And I'm like, I wish we could film this right now before it leaves my brain. Because then of course, like the phone rings or we get a call and then like, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yes,
2: I know. And it's like, it's actually a lot of fun. that I have friends like that are awake late at night when I'm awake. because No one else is like no <laughs> yeah. one else is awake. <laughs> and and all I want to do is talk about *Avatar*. and no one else wants
0: to do that so (laughs) that's all we do is what about this and I just reread this line and what if this is connected (laughs) to this (laughs) it's so good
2: but like we I know for those of you listening like we are still going to talk about *Avatar* for a very long time until it's done probably (laughs) but we're talking we're about gonna,
0: like I we're going to repeat ourselves to the death. You're going to be so sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: I will never get bored of it. So, you know. <laughs> I know, honestly.
0: But yeah, so we are both Tauruses. Um our birth my birthday is April 24th, hers is April 28th. Um so yeah, I think that's just I think that's a huge reason of why we vibe. I know a lot of people are like, oh, not the astrology people. But honestly, come on. Like me and no, my mom I... don't really get along. My mom's a Capricorn. Okay. <laughs> She's a Capricorn Sagittarius cuss. Can't handle <laughs> I,
2: can't. I I actually don't ADHD know. ADHD
0: can... all around and I just
2: can't. You're like, I'm trying to talk to you. You need to stop what you're doing.
0: <laughs> Get control of yourself. <laughs> her and my youngest brother are the same fucking person. <laughs> just, just <laughs> the she literally went sure copy paste with him, you know, no. because I'm nothing like her. We are polar opposites. Yes. Um, but yeah, she had me when she was 20. Um, There you go. Polar opposite. The wild <laughs> child. <laughs> um my mom is one of six girls oh my gosh she's the fourth oh. Oh. M- middle child syndrome and wild child so. there is
2: something to be said about the middle children like they're a little bit more wild like my yeah. son is gonna be a middle child and he is wild already i wild. can tell he's wild and give me a run for my money
0: my son is going to be a middle child. Oh, tell us you're not going to have more kids without telling yeah. us. <laughs> you're like, just so y'all know. <laughs> There's going to be yeah, more bedtime hangups.
2: <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. I just, I feel so bad, you guys, for yeah. Mel, because she's been such a good, like, sport <laughs> this whole time. Like, we had this idea to, like, it started with a video. It started with the Tamlin Lauren video. Oh, my God. And in theory, right? Because I am, I'm still convinced. I don't care. I'm still convinced that's what's going to happen.
0: And then I was just like, okay, give me your ideas. I'll put my ideas. And it turned into, like, this 13-page thing (laughs) where there could not possibly be one video. And I was like, you know what? Podcast kind of seem to be on the rise. Why don't we just do a podcast about yeah. it? And yeah. And it became a thing. <laughs> and so here we are. Um, I think on my last check. Actually, let me check now because I haven't checked today. I'm kind of like obsessed with the stats now. I don't know why. I just check it. I'm out. obsessed with the
2: stats. I love that you send it to me. And every time I check <laughs> it, I'm like, oh, how many watches? How many plays? Oh, like, what we have
0: 122 you? followers. Woohoo! That's awesome. Love it. I love it. We started in the end of end of July. End of July. Yeah, it was the end of July. July, Something like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, 338 plays. Audience size. This week was 58. So Hey. I am so
2: thankful for everyone who's listening and we like love you guys. And I know. We really are. And it's so fun too. Like it's just a fun topic. And yeah.
0: And I've gotten so many. So we made the Instagram. I also made a threads, but I really don't do threads that often. Sorry. I don't use so threads. So I'm back and forth between my Instagram and the Insta- uh, Akathath Girls Instagram. And um, you've probably seen me put up clips and little reels and this is going to be posted this day and this is going to be posted this day or whatever. But we've gotten a lot of really awesome dms from people too that are like i love that god i'm so glad that there's a podcast that just doesn't prop up reese as this huge hero and there's one that actually like people who think the way we think and like we've gotten so many of those Mm -hmm. and then we've gotten so many of like the way that your minds work is ridiculous and i never would (laughs) have thought about this stuff And it's just so much fun to get those DMs. I've just, they keep coming and they're just awesome. So if anyone wants to DM us and they're like, I don't know if I'm going to be bothering them or whatever, I'm up all night. She's up all night. We're going to (laughs) answer. One of us is going to answer do it we
2: love it and like we love feedback too like you said it's like it's so fun to read and you know we want people and like too like I think you and I talked about later on once we get more established like having like our listeners as guests or having yeah. people with series as guests like and interacting so exactly
0: yeah yeah I'm so you obviously by now because we keep repeating this but obviously I write fan fiction but I'm also writing my own book um yes writing my own book it's been months <laughs> since I you actually are went into you the are document, it takes people years to write a book it's been so I started writing it actually the same exact day that I started writing my Akitar fanfic the main one so April 25th of 2022 so it's been a year and a half so. and
2: I can't wait for the day where we're talking about your book on here and I'm like get to ask you all about it because <laughs> I'm so excited it's going the
0: worst I am the worst I will give everything away <laughs> like no I mean you've been pretty good like you've held yourself back on some of it some of it some of it
2: some, some of it, it. <laughs> I mean you're, like you're nowhere near SJM like she, I know.
0: Is, she doesn't give anything away but yeah, I mean, if I ever did Q and As, like I would drop a little thing here or there, like give them something, especially if it's a paid event. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> drop an Easter egg. Well, yeah, I can't.
2: We're not even gonna talk about that event because I've got thoughts, um, but it's that's for another anyway. So anyway, but I know,
0: but yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of get worried because like I I see the trend of fantasy books going around Instagram and everything and a lot of them are kind of like Akatar, yeah or like pirates or you know like the big kind of fantasy stuff and I really don't have a lot of world building um I think we talked about Charmed before how I love that show
2: it's a good show I used to watch it too
0: um, and so mine is more kind of like that. Like it's not huge world building. It's like in the modern world, and they just happen to have powers. Um, there's it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> but basically, there are two parallel realms realms, which also reminds me of Crescent City now that I'm talking about it. But I hadn't read it when I started my book, I swear. <laughs> um, but there's two parallel realms at the same time. And one of them is the human realm, which is obviously, like, Earth or whatever. And the other one is the magical realm, which is still Earth, but it was created out of a pocket in the human realm. (laughs) I love it. No way. Basically, Basically, some of my lore is that there were it wasn't the Salem witch trials because I wasn't gonna like drop actual history or whatever but basically there was in my book there was a worldwide witch trials and the survivors of that decided to rally all of their power together and create their own world so like they wouldn't be hunted or taken advantage of or experimented on and stuff like that so they created a rip in world and the atmosphere and they went through it and they created their own world and so that's the magical realm and that's where all of like the witches they call themselves witches obviously that's where all the witches are now and they don't trust humans because of all that history that had been handed down and everything and that's basically the lore for mine and there's not a lot of huge world building because i don't go ahead sorry it's no it's just it's the modern world the only difference between the human realm and the magical realm in my book is that the magical realm still has a monarchy or monarchies because there's different kingdoms yeah but I've only really delved into two which are like enemy kingdoms or whatever and there's history about that but um yeah the only difference is that there's monarchies in the magical realm
2: (laughs) I love it I lo- you know what too is I feel like and I agree with you I think there's a major trend that a lot of the fantasy books are starting to sound like Avatar. yeah and it's and it's not great um you know what I mean because we need something original like, so that's your book is going to be unique and different and like that's what we need we need like different things to come in I know we're all- I'm
0: like it's so different though like there's not like a ton of high fantasy or like any of that no no bay or like no pirates like there's none of that stuff so I kind of get worried that it's not gonna be popular (laughs) like they're gonna be like oh this is boring and then just kind of put it down but
2: I disagree I disagree completely because like lately too I don't know if you guys ever go through this like I I'm a, a crazy binge reader so I could read like I could read Crescent. I think I read House of Earth and Blood in three days because I read it all day, all night, all day, all night. So, um, so I feel like I've been binging on all of this stuff you know, for, for so long. And now I'm like, yeah. I need a palate cleanser. I need a break. Yeah. I need something different to shake it up. Like, I'm like, I've never read Tessa Bailey, but I was looking into like reading a Tessa Bailey book and that's and that's modern world.
0: So I'm going to do this real quick.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um can we just talk about uh, how many books you have <laughs> and also how beautifully stacked each of those books are
1: <laughs> I'm so impressed the words of the my
0: so I had my sister's confirmation yesterday and I'm gonna get back to something but my mind is weird yes. as you all know but I had my sister's confirmation yesterday and I went up uh to my parents house and that happened and then we went out to dinner or whatever and we came back and there is a barnes and noble near their house which is the only good thing about (laughs) well not the only good thing but it's one of the good things about visiting them you know and so i went to barnes and noble and of course my mom wanted to go shopping too so i was like okay but i'm driving so get in she's such a backseat (laughs) driver she's like (gasps) i'm like I can see <laughs> they're breaking. I know they're breaking. I'm also breaking. What is wrong with you? But anyways,
2: <laughs> you. I, no, I love it. I also my husband is too. He's a total bexy jerk, and like he'll be like, I don't know if you have this experience with your robot, but he'll be like, you need to turn now, and I'm like, what? yeah, no He makes me yeah. He makes me like jittery. Oh sorry, Addy, Here, I just want to show you guys our our dog over here. Atticus, come here. Addy, Atticus. <laughs> Say
0: hi, say hi to our followers.
2: <laughs> Excuse my messy backyard, guys, but
0: but yeah. So like, I went into like the paper store with her or whatever. Um, and I know not a lot of, not all of you. I can't talk to. I never can talk. My mind goes a million miles a minute. So. I think of it before I say it, and then I just yeah. yeah. Anyways, not all of our followers are from the U.S., but anyways, the paper store is not actually a store for paper; (laughs) it's more like a gifts and novelty store. Um, So I went in there with my mom, and we were just looking around or whatever. And then she went to Barnes and Noble with me, which I told her I'm not rushing, so go do your thing, and I'll go do my thing. And she's like. she just texted me. She's like, "I found an open chair in the history section. I'm just going to be sitting here." I was like, "Okay." Um, but I go for fantasy obviously, but in her Barnes & Noble, the fantasy section is so small. It's like one cubicle, which sucks oh, because oh. So, I like go through it and all of the good ones I already <laughs>
2: You're like read it, read it, read it. Yeah,
0: there was nothing new there. So then I go to the rom coms, which I also really love, which is a palate cleanser. Yeah, it is. So I love, like you said, like Tessa Bailey, Sarah Adams. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I got have a she- bunch of books yesterday. Uh, Chloe Lee. They're very. I I love their books, but have
2: you ever read um and Emily? What's her name? it happened Emily Henry
0: oh. Emily Henry yeah
2: I I've haven't never read it yet, Emily- but I have it yeah and I, like my I really want to start a Tessa Bailey book and then like I'll go into Emily Henry later but and there's another one Elise what's her name is it like Elise Silver or something does she write maybe romantic?
0: I'm not sure I'm not sure I've seen her name there's Meg Cabot uh Lena Harper what if- Lena Harper what about- is like fantasy romance not fantasy romance but it's rom-com with aspects of fantasy so hers are like hers are romance books but they're it's like a small town witch or like a wizard or like they're really cute Oh I like that that's really cute. Who is that? Uh Lena Harper. Lena Harper L A N A Harper. um And also I have to plug my friend on here. I don't think she watches our podcast because I don't think she's read Akatar Yet, but she has been a big support to me during writing my book and everything. Um, because I'm also writing a, a romance book at the same time. Oh, I, I love, love that the Friends to Lovers one. Um, yeah, and her name is Erin Thompson, uh, T H O M S O N. There's no P, and her uh trilogy each follows one friend in like their own relationship and I just I love her books so much and she's been oh. so nice and helpful to me I love that I,
2: everyone needs like a good writer friend. you know what I mean like you need people need support to like finish their books it's hard
0: so her first one was um it's actually right over there. But The Wedding Planners, Um, I actually didn't read that one yet, even though it was the first one. I read the second one, which is Five Dates Between Friends, because for some reason, I love Friends to Lovers a lot more than Enemies to Lovers. I'm intrigued by that. Because with Friends to Lovers, it's like, especially like childhood Friends to Lovers, there's no like getting to know you stage that takes up half yeah. the book. Like it's more tension right off the bat. And I just love yeah. that so much. Yeah. Um so Five Dates Between Friends is one of my top favorite books ever. Really? I okay, I'll have it. to read it. Yeah. Is it on Kindle too? Uh yeah, it is on Kindle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the, the main character's name is Chastity and um the MMC's name is very long, so they shorten it to Mac, which is his initials. And Uh if you guys didn't know, from my love of Tamlin, I love blonde guys. (laughs) And Mac is a blonde. Blonde, curly hair, I love it. So I'm just, I was obsessed with that book. I love that book. And she just recently released the third one, which is called uh, Strings Attached, um, which follows Mac and Chase's her nickname's Chase. Mac and Chase's friend Harley and her relationship. Um, and I was actually... I was going back and forth with Erin about it like before she published it. Because in Five Dates Between Friends, um, Harley is dating um, Hunter. And I was like, oh my god, are Harley and Hunter gonna get a book? Are Harley and Hunter gonna get a book? They have to get a book or whatever. And she's like it's not harley and hunter and i was like oh i was so mad she's like she doesn't end up with hunter i'm like oh. i'm like then you better be giving me a hunter book because <laughs> strings attached is harley and jake's book and i was like who the fuck is jake <laughs> i was gonna throw down
2: i don't know how i feel about i mean i guess i don't know this. I don't know how I feel about like not a love triangle I'm not like I like a love triangle a good love triangle but also like sometimes when the love interest gets like mixed up with me I'm like I don't like it so that makes me nervous that like it wasn't the original couple that you were
0: planning yeah so like Mm -hmm. that's the thing so I Harley and Hunter were like never really like official they were more like I don't know friends with benefits basically and so I think she kept it that way during Chase and Max book just because she knew that she wasn't going to end up with Hunter. But I was like, they're so cute. And she's like, yeah, like, it's not actually a triangle because, like, her and Hunter were just kind of the casual thing. They were friends, but, like, whatever. But I was wow. like, how are you going to do my Hunter like that? I was going
2: to say. Well, oh. Now I want to know what happens between them. Like, how is there not... How are I not know. feelings involved?
0: So that's when everyone was like, you need to read Crescent City, you need to read Crescent City. I was like, God damn it, because Strings Attached had just come out. And I was oh. like, fine, I'll read Crescent City. So I've read Crescent City, and I still have Strings Attached in my work bag, and I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <gasps> okay, now,
2: because I need to know what happens. So you need to read it and then come <laughs> and tell me because that's what we do with each other right we spoil we're like
0: the worst you need to read five dates between friends okay to read it it is I will I'll download it little it is the cutest little thing I was obsessed obsessed and I'm so excited uh, I love good I love a good book I love a good book recommendation so I will take that I will definitely download it yeah and it's just funny because I found her Instagram when she was promoting five dates between friends and i was like oh you know i love friends to lovers like i'm gonna you know save it till for when it comes out or whatever and then um i did and i read it and i would comment on her posts or whatever or on her stories or whatever and i forget what story it was but like she replied to it and then we just started talking and like she's just really cool and i love her and she's awesome um i have a lot of like british author friends <laughs> and she's really? very British, but she's very nice um but yeah I love her and you should definitely buy her trilogy because she's just the best oh I love uh, it yeah. and I'm always like I don't know how you like bang out these books so fast like I'm doing my friends to lovers and I'm like there's so many details I have to add and how does this get to this and how do they get here from this and then he has to get over this trauma and she has to get over this trauma yes blows my mind how people can write books so fast
2: how do I I always wonder about that (laughs) because like like eventually down the road I have a couple of my own ideas that I'm like you know on the back burner when I actually have time to like sit and like write things down and like instead of just reading. <laughs> and I always wonder I'm like, how do people do you daydream? Do you just think about this nonstop? Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Like I, like I said, I have not touched mine in months. And I know it's my fault because all of the ACOTAR <laughs> character weeks are toward the end of the year. So I did Eris Week and I did Tamlin week and I did Gwynrielle week and I did Gwyn week and I'm doing Lucian week. And I never finished the fix during that week because of my work schedule. What? So I'm still like my Aris fic is still open ended. My Tamlin and Nova fic is still open-ended. I love the Tamlin Nova. My, fic. my I did I did post a Lucian and Jisminda one shot. Which it is it
2: on Wattpad or uh on, no
0: archive of our own. Of our own. So I posted, um, Jasminda's death and him running from the autumn court. So Um, sad. And then do you have Talon's appearance in the end? Yes. So, So that's, (laughs) that's what it is. It's yeah. It's, lucian living through Jesminda's death and then him running from autumn him trying to get Jesminda's parents to take him in and they're just no they're just they're like
2: i hate you yeah
0: Yeah. the dad was not happy like he says in the book like they wouldn't like they all hate me like all of the they hate me because of what happened to her which i don't think is fair he just i don't think
2: it's fair and but it's that seems to be kind of like a reoccurring theme. Have you noticed on SJMs yeah. where it's like people get blamed for things that they're not, but that's also <laughs> real life. Like you get blamed
0: for things yeah. that you didn't do. Because I mean, I guess if you look from their perspective, like you were the Prince of Autumn, like, and you couldn't protect her. Like Respect you knew her. she was like lesser fae. You knew about your father and you chose to carry on a relationship with her anyway. But honestly, the way that he describes Jasminda, I actually really, really, really love the way that she he describes her as like fierce and wild and like not one to be told what to do and so like she seduced him <laughs> like she was like I want that one yeah <laughs> and then she thought, got him in a relationship <laughs> I loved it I was like really surprised him. but I feel like that's kind of what Lucian
2: likes he you know what I mean
0: that like he needs the he banter needs- he needs the fire um, which I think we're going to see with Elaine at some point. But I I don't know, that little, like the little tiny details affect me so much. So I think I told you, but I'm being I'm being Jasminda for Halloween. I'm so excited. For my Halloween be- party. Yes. I I'm so excited. Her, I have her monarch butterfly wings over there. I have the oh. autumn like leaf crown thing. I'm going to, I have to freshly dye my hair because it's looking brown again. But I'm going to dye my hair copper again and, like, curl it tightly. And um, I have golden uh, tattoo freckles that I'm going to wear. And I have this green dress with, like, these bell sleeves and this brown corset. And it's just going to be really cute. And I got, like, glitter to put on my face and everything. And I don't know. I'm
2: so excited. She's such a good character. Like... I, I it's leave. so no, sad that we
0: haven't seen flashbacks. Like, I want I just Minda flashbacks so bad.
2: I I want just Minda flashbacks. I want more of Lucian. Like I I don't know. I just I I feel like I always talk about him, but it's because I, I love we him do. and I love I love his character. And so I mean, uh, how cool would that be to see Tamlin like he Lucian running through the forest for his life? And then we just see this beast who's like you know yeah
0: so cool! Well, I cannot I cannot wait. So, I as much as I try, I try to keep it close to canon as possible, but I love yeah. love, love writing the scenes that we've heard about and haven't seen. It's like one of my big things with fanfics. Like, that's just what I love to write. So that's why I had to write this for Lucian Week. But uh, obviously, in Lucian's POV, like he doesn't know that Eris told Tamlin to get there. He was just running. He was grief-stricken. Like, he was he had her blood all over him because he, like, rushed over to her body after she was beheaded. And I had them, like, stab through her wings and, like, just, yeah. Um, so he was, like, all bloody. He was crying. He was getting all dirty running through. He slept in a cave, like, slept in a cave, which is how he knows how to do caves. Um, but he wouldn't, like, warm himself up because his brothers were coming after him to hunt him. So he couldn't use his fire. So he was, like, freezing all night. And then he was just running, 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 and he's like, I think I'm somewhere near the spring border or whatever. He wasn't really sure. And then his brothers catch up to him, and there's a brawl between um, him and one of his brothers, and then Tamlin and the other brother, which Tamlin just fuck, just Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck in. So easily. So yeah. easily. But, but the thing is, we know that Lucian had been in spring for a few centuries at least, right? And we know that he's a lot younger. He's a couple centuries younger than Tamlin and Reese. So if Tamlin was like 500 uh, or if Tamlin was like 300 at the time or whatever, because it was centuries ago, then yeah, 300, 200, something like that, he would have been like, A, probably a new high lord and B... That means Lucian would have literally been in like his 20s. Like, so he was young, young, young when this happened with Lucian, which I uh, would, when with Jasminda, which is basically what he says. Like, oh, you know, we were young and she was wild and I, you know, stuff like that. And so, in the fi- I feel like I always end up describing my fix, but yeah, I want you guys I to like read it. it. <laughs> I like listening
2: to it. We're definitely going to read it. It's on archive <laughs> kind of, of our own, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But basically, Tamlin kills one of his brothers and he just kind of looks at Lucian brawling with the other one and he's like, see what this kid has in him. Like let's like it, you know, I'm not gonna let him get killed because I promised Eris or whatever, but let's see what he's got, you know? Yes. <laughs> so he's- which he didn't have a lot back then, because again, as as much as he probably had some training, we have to remember that Baron like figured he wasn't really his kid he said that like oh i was like the unwanted whatever i could go do whatever i want so he probably didn't have a lot of warrior training yeah in his 20s anyway you know yeah so basically it's like they're just brawling and then one of the he knocks the knife out of the brother's hand or whatever they're brawling And he, like, grabs it with one of his other hands and one of his brother's lunges, and he basically just stabs him, like, right in the heart. And there's just this moment where Lucian's like, like, shit, like, I actually killed him. (laughs) Like, as awful as he is, like, he was young, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, he's young. Yeah, and yeah. then just when Tamlin's like, all right, like come on, like let me bring you back to the manor, like you have to bathe, you have to eat. And for those of you who know my personal headcanon about um Bryn, I don't know if you remember, but I do have a headcanon that there was like a spring inner circle at one point before Amarantha's curse. Um, which consisted of Lucian, Tamlin, and um a female. Kind of like the inner circle with more before Amon showed up or whatever. Um, so it was Tamlin, Lucian, and Brynja, who likes to be called Bryn. And that was before like Andris was born or whatever, but Bryn is there and Tamlin is there, and you know, they're making the introductions, and she's like, Oh, hey, kid, and like it's just like really cute and it shows lucian like when he was really young when he first got to spring and just compared to the lucian we know from the books now and just how much shit he's been through oh
2: so much shit so that i mean but they've all been through it but lucian especially he's got i I could go on forever
0: yeah but it's just it's sad because i wanted to kind of drive the nail in to show why Lucian says that spring is his home because I mean Tamlin gave him like a room a job he helped train him like all this stuff that his father never did for him so I will say consistently to anyone I'll argue this point but Tamlin and Lucian are brothers I don't give a shit about blood they are brothers yeah. like tamlin's his older brother totally you know totally. that's how i see them that's how i see and that's why lucian won't give up on him because he didn't give up because... on lucian yes. you know um just just all their history that we never got to see either yeah. um yeah I, I was gonna do a small fic about like when he got his eye ripped out, because we didn't see that scene either with Nuon no. anything. Because remember the High Lords meeting, like Nuon and, and Tamlin were weird with each other, which I didn't get, but we know that Tamlin brought him to her to help his eye or whatever. But it's like Tamlin saved his ass on the border, like he brought him to Nuon to get his eye fixed, like. Lucian stood up for him against Amarantha, and then stood up for Pharaoh because he knew Tamlin loved her against Amarantha. And it's like, they're just like, they're kind of what Lucian and Eris should have been if yeah. there was no Baron. Um, which is why I'm excited for Baron to die and Eris to kind of come in the picture. Because, I don't know. I don't know whether that thing between Nuon and Tamlin was just petty oh he's my best friend but he's my best friend but he's my like I feel like that's kind of petty but there has to be more
2: to it don't you think it was yeah like stuff. why <laughs> I don't know I have to go back and like read the actual text again but I don't know because Tamlin brings people to Nuon, yeah multiple times th- multiple yeah. different people like he, he consulted her did he consult her for, like, Feyre, too? Or someone? Well, Maybe, I know he wants to
0: yeah. kill Leon, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, he, well, he told, well, it's assumed that Tamlin told Lucian about the Fabian weapons and yeah. asked him to ask Nuon about some sort of potion or antidote. So it was just weird that they refused to, like, look at each other, acknowledge each other, and it will say, like, she didn't even glance at tamlin or the male at the opposite side of the room despite their mutual friend or something like that it was just it, it's just weird to me but i feel Unless, like, like or or was she just going off of the rumors of what
2: was happening from the inner circle and the belief that tamlin was working for Hibern? like do you
0: think that that it maybe it's just that probably probably i i am kind of annoyed that she didn't stay for the whole meeting though
2: Yeah, I'm annoyed she had stayed for the whole meeting. I'm annoyed that she doesn't give Tamlin the benefit of
0: the doubt. Like, nobody. Like, he helped save your mutual friend. Like, yeah, it's weird. But I'm interested. I'm interested to see if Eris and Tamlin are going to kind of fight over Lucian. Like, he's my brother. No, he's my brother. No, he's my brother. (laughs) You know? I think that would just be very funny. Um, but right now, like, I don't know. I hate how so many narratives are spun in the universe where, like, the people that should know things don't know things. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I hate that, too. Like, you know what I also find interesting is you you would think that Eris and Tamlin would be closer. Why are they not good friends? Are
0: they not? Oh, you think Eris is <laughs> <laughs> I I that's how I wrote it in my fic that they were secretly in cahoots about uh Lulu and he has a big uh big blow up fight with Sam Tam about that one.
2: I know, and well, so that's really interesting to me. Their their dynamic like is bizarre. Like Eris and Helen well, by all accounts should be very good friends, but in, in the actual Avatar books not your fic, like they're definitely not. But then we also see Eris at the cabin with Lucian in the band of exiles when <laughs> Lucian had called Eris a snake
0: in oh, previous books. Yeah, in yeah, in Ackowar, he's like, yeah, Eris is a snake to more, yeah. and yeah. But see, see, that's the thing with Tamlin and Eris. Tamlin never told him about Eris helping to save him. And why? I wonder why. I think I know why, but I think I know a lot of things that might not happen. Tell me why. Why do you think
2: he didn't tell him?
0: Because Lucian is the type of person, as we see, who just... He wears his heart on his sleeve. Like, he's not going to put somebody out that didn't actually do him wrong. Okay. So... If Tamlin told him that, right, he would probably try to help help Eris. I don't know if it would be like more help Eris because he knows there's a bounty on his head. But if him and Eris were still close and Baron got wind of that, he would just make everything oh. worse. Which mirrors under the mountain with Thera and Tamlin when Lucian tells Fera, did you ever think he's not speaking to you so she doesn't make it worse with your weaknesses? Like, so he doesn't give away your weakness. And I think that's what this is. I think Tamlin didn't tell him because if he knew he wouldn't be mean to Eris, he wouldn't hate him. He would still want to have some sort of relationship with him. And Eris knows that if, the wedge wasn't successfully driven between them from baron um because we know lucian believes that eris was one of the ones that held them down even though he wasn't if that wedge wasn't there baron would just make it worse for everybody
2: that makes sense the way that you say that okay i mean he would make it worse
0: for eris he would make it worse for lady autumn yeah i mean we know that he's like after the Spring Court now, but would anyone really trust him not to send anybody after Lucian, even in the Spring Court?
2: Well, that's what I find interesting. I mean, like, I think we see him leave Autumn and then like like he lived with Tamlin for I don't know how many years and years, right? Like a long time. Yeah.
0: Tamlin and made him his emissary, that's why.
2: Unless Tamlin and or and if he was killing people that were trying to come after Lucian, I don't know maybe
0: maybe but yeah it's just and like 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 how i said before if baron thought that eris had any ties to lucian still and we know that baron pretty much thinks that feelings are a weakness right? right he didn't want the heir to the throne to be like that they would he wants them to be like him And that's why Eris wears that mask. So if Baron knew that he was still talking to Lucian, had a relationship with Lucian, like felt bad for Lucian, helped him survive the other brothers when Baron said, okay, go hunt him, right? He would kill Eris off too.
2: Well, and what's so, but that's what intrigues me about Eris's story is like, I feel like too, not to change the topic, but. In Aktar and Aquabath, it's, like, heavily implied that, like, the magic picks the next High Lord, but, like, Eris keeps, like, doing these, but, like, you need to support me, you need, like, why are you doing the magic I need your picks? bid. Yes! The magic picks! Why are you doing that? I don't know.
0: There's multiple arguments for this, and it all leads back to whether, again, whether they know if Lucian is Helians or not. Um, I yeah. think SJM purposely puts in different scenes to throw us off what the real truth is. Yeah, yeah. Because there's multiple scenes where it seems like even Lucian knows, but then he won't talk about how he spell cleaved at the Highburn camp. And Eris won't talk about, um, you know, how... Like why like why he isn't afraid of Lucian taking the throne because they knew he was powerful or whatever. Because and then like Lucian says, uh, did you think it was just whatever that that made my brothers try to kill me, you know? Like, <laughs> like they know in some scenes, but then in some other scenes it just makes it seem like they don't know. I know it's really, really weird. It's really weird, and I saw somebody. uh, Oh, it was on our it was on our chat group today. I don't know if you Uh got to see it, but they posted screenshots from a TikTok about inconsistencies in AcaWar, and I had an explanation for it. And I don't know how I just think of these things, but like I, I have to put context to everything, (laughs) even if I don't know what the context is. I just do. But there was two lines from Akawar, and I'll, I'll actually pull them up so I don't get them wrong. But there were two lines from Akawar, and it was talking about how, like, inconsistent they were, and, like, her editors should have caught this, and why is SJM, like, so inconsistent with things, especially in the same book. And so the first line was, um, this is Farah in Akawar. I I bared my teeth and sent a fist of white light punching into that fiery shield, the white light of day, spellbreaker, ward cleaver. So that was um that was during the High Lord meeting. Um it says Baron's eyes widened as his shields begin to fray as the water pushed in. So that's when she was like trying to drown him. Right. And then later on in Akawar when um or earlier in Acawar, when he's leaving Spring with Feyre, he says, uh, "It says uh, Lucian was having none of it. I knew, I knew you were lying the moment you unleashed that light in Hybern. My friend at the Dawn Court has the same power; her light is identical. So they're like, so now the Dawn Court is spell cleaving in light, and I, and so this was my <laughs> this was my response because this is just." I don't know. This is just what I thought of. I said, I said, Theon and Helion both have light, but Theon is said to shine the brightest of all the High Lords, which is also kind of odd to me. I said, but seeing as this is Lucian saying it, I think he's purposely throwing Feyre off because if he had said Helion. Fair would have pointed out the white light that he used to be free of Hyburn's shackles to get to Elaine, and he probably doesn't want her putting two and two together and questioning things and then putting his mother in danger because he saw what she's capable of in spring.
2: Very good. Excellent. Like, so good. Never would have thought of that. He Lucian, but we've talked about well, the too. fox. Yeah. The Sly he, Fox. He spins. Lucian spins what he <laughs> says
0: all the time, all the time. So I looked at that and I was like, he doesn't want her putting two and two together.
2: Is it because of his mom though? Like, why does he? Why he's very it's protected.
0: it's be- it's because of his mom. Because again, when she was in his head, he says like, uh, "Oh, I told the spy master everything." But things about my mother, some things were too personal to tell anyone. So I, like, again, does, he, does, it seems like he knows. I think he
2: has to know. Like, the more, the farther out I am from reading it, the more times I do reread, he has to know. Lucia's so smart. He's he, arguably, I mean... They're all incredibly smart, but Lucian is like he's really bright, right? Yeah, you—you you can't tell me he hasn't figured out that he's Helian's son.
0: But yeah, I—I'm like he has to be throwing her off, which I don't doubt that Nuon has light. Like I don't doubt that, but I—we know that they can't spell cleave. That's a decor thing, yeah. and if she's thinking, okay, spell cleaving, but then tamlin was lashed earlier and you got out of your shackles and like that's how fair's mind works and he's seen it firsthand and yeah. he's not giving her anything anything well, to use it him. good because especially after seeing her ruin the spring court I mean, exactly she, this is when they are an exor- running and this was after they had that big fight it was the big fight that they had in the cave And he was like, "He's not going to give it to her." And he, yeah, and he was like, "Well, what about me? Did you even think about me, like as your friend?" And then, oof, oof. I know. I know. Um, I want to find, I want to find the quote because I always forget exactly what it is. Um, here it is. I found it. Yay! Oh my god, I didn't highlight it. I should have had that highlighted. Um, yes. So, um. He tells her the history of uh-huh. of himself. Oh, the apple tree. Also, the way that his mom smells like apples and he loves apples so much. It makes me sad. He
2: loves his they they love their mom. Like Eris,
0: know, and and right? they love her so much. I know. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, anyways, she's like, I should have killed Ianthi outright. What was done was done. Um I took a moment to rest beneath an apple tree laden with fat, succulent fruit. And then, you know, they ate the apples or whatever. And um, Lucian says, uh, we'll have to stay out of sight. My father doesn't pay well for his crops and the land workers will earn any extra coin they can. And she said, even selling out the location of one of the High Lord's sons. And he says, especially that way. So this is also why Eris has to be very careful, even in his home court. And Tver says, they didn't like you. His jaw tightened. As the youngest of seven sons, I wasn't particularly needed or wanted. Baby, you were. I know. <laughs> you
1: You're were the wanted one. the
0: product of love. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps it was a good thing I was able to study for longer than my father allowed my brothers to before shoving them out the door to rule over some territory within our lands, and I could train for as long as I liked since no one believed I'd be dumb enough to kill my way up the long list of heirs. When I grew bored with studying and fighting, I learned what I could of the land from its people, learned about the people too. Ah, oh, he eased to his feet with a groan, his unbound hair glimmering as the midday sun set the blood and wine hues aglow. No. I love that. Like, I
2: love the idea of him easy to his feet with a groan, like oh, illusions tired.
0: Oh. My my young man is tired. He's tired. <laughs> we call him Fireling, like he's still a kid. But also, the sun lighting him up constantly. We should have seen that coming. <laughs> but, uh, Fair says I'd say that sounds more high lord like than the life of an idle unwanted son, and he. "'He gave me a long, steely look. "'Did you think it was mere hatred "'that prompted my brothers to do their best "'to break and kill me? "'Despite myself, a shudder rippled down my spine. "'Would you want it, your father's crown? "'No one's ever asked me that,' Lucian mused. "'The bloodshed that would be required to earn the crown "'wouldn't be worth it, neither would its festering court. "'I would gain a crown only to rule over "'a crafty, two-faced people.' Lord of foxes, Farah says, snorting as I remembered the mask he'd once wore. But you never answered my question about why the people here would sell you out. And then he says, after Jesminda, they would. And then Farrah says, Jesminda, he'd never spoken her name. She was one of them. The words were barely audible over the barley. And when I didn't protect her, it was a betrayal of their trust, too. I ran to some of their houses while fleeing my brothers. They turned me out for what I let happen to her.
1: Mm.
0: And I can't blame them for it.
1: Lucian. <laughs>
0: but, like, do you think it was mere hatred that prompted my brothers to do their best to break and kill me? After talking about being an heir? Like. <laughs> hmm. Lulu. <Lou-a-lo. laughs> Lulu. <laughs> Barry J. Mass. When we get Lucian and Elaine's book.
2: I feel like it is gonna be such a shock to all of us.
0: He has been building this shit up with Lucian The book one. One, <laughs> book one. <laughs> i'm so (laughs) excited i'm so excited i'm so excited for his book because i think that's why we didn't get those scenes because she's waiting for his book i hope
2: i hope so i'm and i'm still torn as to like which book is going to be next like i think i honestly think in my heart it's going to be asriel's book i think she's going to torture us i
0: do think it's going to be gwen book next yeah yeah because because At the moment, Lucian is still stationed in spring. He's trying to get Tamlin back on his feet. He's trying to figure out what to do about there not being a wall. He technically works for Reese now, which is going to be not good with Tamlin. No. (laughs) But I would love to see, I don't know, I would just love any spring court scenes again.
2: I do too I it's just I, I want it incorporated I love spring Court. I don't know why it's everyone's just, like oh leave
0: the inner circle to their little self for a while and go back to just Tamlin and Lucian being Tamlin and Lucian because, like the fucking banter <laughs> just the book one vibe I
2: want it back oh I know when they were like sitting at the table like chuckling and like laughing amongst themselves like I want I want that I want I sassy know. Lucian that makes yeah. snarky, crappy comments back.
0: Like, I need Lucian to be, like, um, I don't know. I need it to be angsty, but also very bantery. Like, yeah. I'm, again, I don't want to talk about my fanfictions, but I have to because I incorporate all my headcanons about this stuff into them. But I need him to be, like, you know, you got through all this shit. Like, what would Andrus think? yes. Ooh. What would yeah. Andrews think? Like, what would Bryn think? What would they think? What like, about Braun and Bart? We never learn or hear about them ever again. I know. Like, where are they? Like, what the where the fuck? What the fuck did Alice do after she cheated yeah. out? Like, I'm I'm really peeved
2: at Alice because like Alice to me was like she was so cool. She did so much. She was such a character,
0: and then we never see her again ever. I could go on and on about my hatred for alice after akawar but she just did him so dirty it's like he took you when when you needed someone he paid you to help take care of your nephews like he gave you sanctuary like he gave you a job like lucian and you're gonna fucking help a pack to like steal from him and then like yeah. what ruin his court just because you get to go back to summer now that's what I mean. Like I,
2: I was really shocked by Alice's behavior after what he did for her. And that's the thing. The thing that really bothers me, yeah, is that like I could go on about Tamlin forever and yeah. always because I love him. But like I feel like people just ignore any good that he has ever done. oh, yeah, they in, do. in their lives. Yeah, Alice is, Alice is the perfect. In fact, Alice couldn't even be honest with him and say, when he came back, hey, Faye had a mental breakdown because you locked her in the house. More yeah. came and took her. She she couldn't even say anything.
0: We don't get any scenes of that at all. It's what the, so annoying. What the fuck? We but we don't we don't have any of what happened after then from any of their. We only have like the bits and pieces that Lucian has has mentioned, but we don't have anything. We never get Tamlin's point of view. We don't know like, what happened after, like, Lucian took the pieces of the ring, like, what did he tell him, like, what was the conversation with Alice, like, what, what was that, like, we know he didn't kick Alice out for helping them, because she was still there when Fair came back. He didn't kick Alice out, he gave
2: Ianthe a second chance, and the ability to explain herself,
0: you know, he, he is constantly which people people hate him for, but why would you hate him for that like in his like you have to look in his point of view like tamlin doesn't know what the reader knows and they tamlin... just expect that he knows everything that we know and he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't
2: and no one's honest with him no one's willing to come he... much with even his best friend Lucian and i have a couple of complaints oh, no. about him as time goes on he he takes the ring pieces. if he had just left the ring on the ground none of that would have happened
0: and that Lulu. really upsets me. He didn't Lulu. tell him about, Again, like, we, we, we didn't tell him about the Mipon tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. There were but, two things...
2: There were a couple instances that, like, I used to think Lucian was faultless. And I was like, he is the only character that hasn't fucked up. Yeah. He's fucked up.
0: Well, I mean, when they're escaping and she basically outs herself as a Deimati, like, he honestly didn't know. Yeah. So he did at the time think that Tamlin was making all these bad decisions on his own, like the century, because he didn't know she was a Daimadi.
2: He should have known from the hundreds of years living with Tamlin that Tamlin would never do
0: yeah, that. But the way that he like Fera had a mental breakdown, he's probably like, okay, this is Tamlin's mental breakdown. Yeah. Like he's not doing anything good for the court. Like I yeah. can kind of see how in his point of view, like Tamlin's not doing well. Like yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah. I I I mean I don't like how he didn't really help. Like he did. Like he talked to him, but I don't know. I don't know what else he could have done, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What I don't know. I'm just. Mm. But yeah, like I'm, um, I'm like I said, I'm still, I'm still working on my Lucian week fix, but I have one, uh and the prompt was family, but instead of like Lucian and Eris or Lucian Lady Yatimor, I'm doing Lucian and Tamlin, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the part that we missed, like an acasif of him coming back.
2: Oh. And, I-
0: Well, after Akasif, I guess. Um, One of his multiple attempts. It's okay. Like, one of the multiple attempts of him trying to, like, get Tamlin to, like, get up and get moving again or whatever. And it just... he, He gets them up and going a bit, and they talk about all this stuff, and it's actually a lot deeper than I think the characters probably would ever go, but he's just, like like look like you're my brother blood or not like I don't want to lose you too like I know I kind of fucked up and all this stuff right. and it's just a good conversation and I'm almost done with that one and then okay. there's gonna be like a second part which is Lucian and Elaine talking for the first time a different spin on it than I put in my main fic um, from the RP actually it was a very um good thing with that but yeah, I just, I I need to see them, I don't know, I need to see him in spring just getting Tamlin back to who he was. Like, I need him to be like, look, you did this for me after Jasminda died, like, you brought me back from the edge, like, let me bring you back from the edge, you know, like, prove to everyone that you're not what they say you are. And, like, as we know, Tamlin's very suicidal, so he's probably just gonna be like, you know, what's the point, and... You know, they, they, won't they won't believe me anyways they don't they hate me anyway all of this stuff and it's just sad i don't know but yeah it's and then super sad. and then like there's the whole thing with like him and elaine and tamlin's probably gonna be like oh well your mates an archer on and you know all that stuff um but yeah and then um for day that was day Five. I didn't finish day five yet, but day five. And then I have day six, which was romance, which is going to be the Lucian and Elaine one. And so I actually, in the RP, I actually, I started out as Elaine. And then we kind of flip-flopped down the line. But I started out as Elaine. And as I was writing her, I realized quite a few things about her character that I never actually Kind of noticed during the books. Okay. Um. One of them is that despite the fact that she likes to cook with the twins or whatever, I kind of made her have like a eating disorder, which I know is bad. Really? Um,
2: yeah. So like,
0: so we know how like Nesta, you know, made herself worth with drinking and all that stuff. So. Elaine has to be some sort of self-sabotaging as well. And we don't really see it just because she's super quiet. So my thing was that, like, she is secretly not eating anything. Yeah. Um, because you have to remember, this was based on the fact that Feyre and Nesta and even the King of Hybern and, like, more and, like, all of them, like, call her, like, the pretty one right? So she's like, I have to I have to be the pretty one because what else am I, right? That's what everyone yeah. in the fandom says, like, oh, she's so boring, she doesn't do anything, like, flowers and gardening, all this stuff. So her identity is based off what people say about her, and the only thing they say about her is like, she's the pretty one, right? So she's gonna wanna like, stay thin, like, not you know, I feel like she just wouldn't really eat. I feel like she's maybe a little OCD about things. Yeah. Um. So in the thick, obviously, there's a the whole love triangle that with Asriel and stuff at first, or whatever. And there's a really cute scene actually that I that um I put in where like you know Elaine and Lucian are talking, and they're kind of getting to know each other, and he realizes very quickly through the bond that like. She feels hungry all the time.
1: Aww. And he's like,
0: this isn't normal. Like, is she not eating? Which, which, doesn't he say that in Akawar? Thin, so thin, she's not eating. He says that in Akawar. And so he goes down to the kitchen to, like, get her a little, like, midnight snack or whatever. And Azriel is there. And Lucian's just like... It's awkward, obviously, but Lucian's just like, look, like, I know she talks to you more than she talks to me. Like, I know that she's, like, hungry all the time. Like, did you know about this or whatever? And Azriel's just kind of like, yeah, so I've kind of taken to just putting, like, hot chocolate and biscuits by her door every night or whatever at the same time. Aww. And so... They're actually pretty civil about it, and Asriel, despite himself, is like, okay, like maybe it's her mate or whatever, so he gives Lucian the plate and everything, and Lucian takes it back up to her, and they have this big discussion on, like, why are you starving yourself and all of this stuff, and she's just like, you know, nobody's ever seen me, like, they see me, but I'm just the pretty one, like, I'm nothing compared to Feyre and Nesta, like, I'm not a warrior, I'm not like, hi, lady, like, I'm not anything, and they have this really, really cute, very long um, discussion between them about Elaine's issues and how, like, she'll, like, pretend to eat, but then she'll really drop it into the napkin in her lap, or, you know, she'll just avoid lunch or whatever, and like Nesta said in the book, like, all she would eat is, like, broth, like, she wouldn't eat anything, so that that kind of incorporated into um, why I wrote her that way. And then another way that I wrote her, like I said, the OCD aspect um, is that like she, aside from gardening, which which I find with a lot of not, well, not just mental illnesses, but going by like my brother, like my brother had some issues or whatever, but I've found that there's always like one outlier to these things so Elaine's OCD stemmed from always needing to be again pretty perfect put together like she has to always be wearing a dress her hair always has to be done she has to be like it has to be pinned up if it's too wild like there can't be a speck of dirt on her like she has to look regal like and we've again we've seen that in the books like she's always dressed up even if she's by the windowsill she's always dressed up her hair is always done in all this and so she's basically telling him, like, my entire self-worth is how people see me as the pretty one. Like, if I don't look the way they want me to look, like, nobody will care about me. Like, nobody will even look in my direction. Like, I could be, like, drowning and nobody would notice, you know. So she has this really hard discussion with him. And There's a couple moments where he's, like, you know, I can, like, help you with that. Like, we can go slowly or whatever. And he's, like, why don't you go and, like, instead of wearing, like, a pretty nightgown or whatever, like, go and put, like, sweatpants on, a t-shirt on, like, to go to Benin. And she's just absolutely horrified by looking anything but perfect, even, like, in her nightclothes. And she's terrified. (laughs) And she's like terrified like it's an actual like thing for her and he kind of helps her uh, into that more and then further on down the line he helps her like he he has this moment where he kind of scares her almost because she doesn't really want to admit that she's kind of falling for him where he like opens the window and they're like on the second floor right but they're fey so they can like land on their feet or whatever. And he's like, "Come on, like let's sneak out and just like feel the earth in our on our feet and like let's go, whatever." And she's just horrified. <laughs> she's horrified by his wildness, but I think she needs it. And so she's like, "He's like, I'm I'm gonna fall out the window if you don't come with me. He's like I'm gonna I'll jump." And she's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" Like <laughs> she's terrified. And then he just kind of lets himself fall back out the window and she like runs to the window. And of course he lands on his feet and he's like, come on, Elaine, like I'll catch you or whatever it is. They're she's... so cute. And she's just so ruffled. And oh my God. And I think we even put in that quote, like you vex me like that cute little quote. I love that. I love. I think we actually put that in. She's like, you vex me. <laughs> That's i love it and um anyway she actually ends up like kind of well literally making a leap of faith and he does catch her and Aww. she describes to him how when she was little which is in my main fic how when she was little she used to love climbing trees and being more like outdoorsy um, and they had this big oak tree near their house and how she used to just climb up it to like read her school books and everything. And he's like, well, like, when's the last time you climbed a tree? Let's go climb, climb a tree or whatever. And she's like, I can't like, I'll rip my dress and all this stuff or, but he he had convinced her to like put on leggings. And she's like, I don't feel normal. <laughs> like she felt so out of place or whatever. He's like, well, you can't climb a tree in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I'll race you. I'll race you or whatever. And she's like, you're going to win, obviously. He's like, yeah, but it'll still be fun. And there's just, yeah, there's there's a, there's just a really cute moment. And they kind of like try to race up the tree and she almost falls, but he catches her. And then there's a scene where she actually gets really mad at him because as smart as Lucian is, he was having a lot of fun and he kind of forgot what her main trauma was so he kind of throws her in a pond (laughs) oh he's like let's just go swimming, whatever she doesn't want to do it and he like throws her in the pond and then she's like seething mad and just shaking and obviously he can tell how terrified she is because that was the cauldron thing and he's like fuck. I really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And, like, he has to make it up to her and everything, but I just really, really liked delving into I know a lot of people are like, oh, like I said, Elaine's boring. She doesn't do anything. Like, get over it. Like, Nesta, if Nesta can get over it, Fair can get over it. You can get over it. Like, you don't bring anything to the table. But I think that's where her insecurities are. Like, the fact that she thinks she's literally nothing if she's Mm -hmm. not pretty Mm -hmm. you know
2: i like it i like it (laughs) um i now was that real quick because i i gotta go take care of the kids unfortunately was that in a court of love and healing or is that the side fic
0: so it's the side fic that i'm doing now so there's going to be two chapters so there's the lucian and tamlin one yeah or for lucian week that i'm going to finish uh it's going to be one chapter and then the second second and third maybe are going to be the lucian and elaine storyline and so that's gonna be a thick, but the, the um, the flashback to Elaine's childhood is in a court of love and healing.
1: <laughs> I love and, it, and well... that
0: that chapter is called "Through Elaine's Eyes," and it's about her oh. and Nesta and Pharaoh when they were kids, and how what she like. It? saw nesta getting caned by the grandmother and all this awful stuff and how she just like escape like up the tree to read a book or whatever
2: oh oh it's so good well i look forward to reading it more um later on this week now yeah. that i have some more time <laughs> And I'm super excited and I'm working, Mel and I currently are working on our big Cassian debate. I know we said it was going to be filmed today, but we're going to have to push it another week because we want to put in text um, and pages for anyone to follow along. So um, we are going to be preparing that and hopefully our next one is going to be all about Cassian.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All All right. Okay. Well, thanks for filming with me, Mel. I'll
1: talk to you soon.